Hey there, I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Today, we're talking about the EU's spicy response to the UK's new Brexit plan, and we're breaking down exactly what you need to know about the government shutdown and the FDA. But first, on Monday, California Senator Kamala Harris threw her hat into the 2020 presidential ring. However, she's already lost one voter, Bill O'Reilly. The disgraced former Fox News host, apparently still simmering over the Brett Kavanaugh Supreme Court nomination hearings, wrote on Twitter, quote, She denied Brett Kavanaugh due process in front of the nation, and in doing so has lost my vote. I could not imagine any American for somebody who does not believe in due process, unquote. This was posted with a clip from O'Reilly's website of the former Fox host conveying the same sentiment. Users across Twitter mocked O'Reilly, with many pointing out that the conservative talker never would have voted for Harris in any case. And more than a few made not-so-subtle references to O'Reilly's own history. O'Reilly left Fox News in 2017 after revelations of legal settlements related to several sexual harassment allegations. The New York Times reported that he paid $32 million to settle some of those accusations. Harris's communications director, Lily Adams, was undaunted by the anti-endorsement. Adams tweeted in response, quote, Somehow, we will soldier on, unquote. Hashtag mic drop. And Spice Girl stands, listen up! In an effort to demand more clarity from Britain on the terms of Brexit, the European Union broke out some Spice Girls lyrics. Really? A spokesman for the European Commission, Margarita Skinas, responded to British Prime Minister Theresa May's outline of her next steps on Brexit by saying there was, quote, nothing new in what May proposed and evoking the girl band's hit song, Wannabe. Listen here. Uh, the withdrawal agreement was agreed with the UK government, with the uh, EU27. It's now on the table. It's not open for negotiation. And we expect the United Kingdom to tell us what they want, what they really, really want. As it stands, the inability to come to an agreement on the parameters of the UK's border with Ireland and what that would mean for both the EU and the UK is one of, quote, the main sticking points for the deal in Parliament. While Brexit dealings may be a source of frustration in the European Union, Skinas's comments sparked much joy on social media spicing up Twitter feeds across the internet. And for those of you worried about the partial government shutdown, now in its fifth week, and its impact on food safety, we're clearing up how it's affecting the FDA. Yes, this month the partial government shutdown caused the Food and Drug Administration to postpone its inspection of various foods. However, foods deemed to be at the highest risk of carrying foodborne illnesses are still being regularly inspected by the FDA. The U.S. Department of Agriculture, which monitors the country's meat and poultry slaughterhouses, has reported that 90% of its workforce remains on the job. The FDA, which is responsible for flagging food and safety issues on all other foods in the U.S., you may remember the recent romaine recall, resumed many of its inspections on January 15th. FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb said that furloughed workers were being recalled to do their jobs unpaid. On January 16th, Gottlieb tweeted an update saying a bill had been signed into law that would, quote, guarantee that federal workers who are furloughed or working without pay will be compensated for the period of funding lapse, unquote. Most of the foods affected by the inspection delays are low-risk foods that aren't typically vectors for foodborne illnesses. 
Instead, FDA workers have been conducting regular inspections on high-risk foods, which make up about 31% of the agency's workload. Essentially, foods deemed to be at the highest risk of carrying foodborne illnesses are still being regularly checked. However, this could change, so you can always check out Gottlieb's Twitter account, at sgottliebfda, which posts frequent updates. And here's what else you shouldn't be sleeping on. The Supreme Court on Tuesday narrowly allowed the Trump administration to enforce a ban on transgender people serving in the military. The 5-4 ruling temporarily reinstates the ban, but several lawsuits in lower courts are pending. And the latest details about the immigration proposal that President Donald Trump offered Democrats over the weekend, deemed a compromise by some media outlets, appears to be less of a compromise and more of a wish list for immigration hardliners like White House advisor Stephen Miller. The proposal would gut asylum laws for Central American minors, for example, which critics are calling a poison pill. For more about how these stories develop, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you really gotta get up. Bye!